You are now tuning into the In the Pocket edition of the Gainsport Show, powered by the Game Entertainment and Media, also known as GEM. This In the Pocket edition is presented by Sports Center Bar and Grill. Sports Center Bar and Grill is located on 624 Wellington Street West in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, Canada, and has been named the Sioux's Best Sports Bar for five years in a row. Count them, five years in a row. Also named the Sioux's Best Wings for two years in a row. Head on down to Sports Center today to enjoy many delicious menu options in house or for takeout. In particular, highlight Mondays and Wednesdays so you can have the pleasure to enjoy 75 cent wings from the best in town. Sports Center is the original home to the game sports show since 2015, a true member of the family. And with the atmosphere Sports Center brings, there is no better spot to enjoy the game or time with friends. The game sports show sends a cheers and a salute to the Sioux's best sports bar. Booyah, and it's time for the Game Sports Show in the Pocket Edition, presented by Sports Center Bar and Grill, powered by the Game Entertainment and Media. It is your host, Stephen McCaig Jr., coming to you from quote unquote the Gem Studios. But first, speaking of Sports Center Bar and Grill, if you're looking to save the time cooking for the Super Bowl, make sure you reach out to Sports Center Bar and Grill on Instagram or Facebook. Many great menu options available for pizza, wings, and beer packages. I know I made my order, so you should too. Also, speaking of Sports Center again, don't forget about the famous 75 cent wing nights on Monday and Wednesdays. Named Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario's best wings for two years in a row and the Sioux's best sports bar for five years in a row. That's pretty decent, if, uh, if I don't say so myself. Now, speaking of something pretty decent, as we sit here getting ready for Super Bowl Sunday at the time of this recording, as I mentioned who I am at the top of the show, I am joined by my three amazing, my great co-hosts on the in the pocket segment i'm gonna go first all the way in escanaba michigan and moe's pub the one and only ej russell EJ, yo how's it going brother i'm good i'm actually sitting here in moe's pub right now enjoying myself a cold beverage gonna order myself some lunch as we're sitting here try to get a little meal but uh excited about super bowl sunday i'm ready to go Love that. Now, also coming to us on this edition of In the Pocket, Jamie Antonello. He's, uh, I think Jamie's in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, though. I think he's probably at his house or his garage getting ready for the Super Bowl and also join us here. Am I right, Jamie? Oh, yeah. I, uh, if I had a garage, I'd be out there. Way to, way to make me feel left out there. But, yeah, no, I'm just sitting in my basement ready for the game. Love that. Love that. I know somebody else that is in his garage. Somebody that came on the show just because of him and I working together. Well, he's either he's either in his garage or he's eating chips. Yeah, that. I can't forget that. He's either in his garage or eating chips, as we said off air. And as I said, we came friends through OLG working together in the marketing department. Justin Heichel. Justin, how's it going, my friend? It, it, it wasn't uh, wasn't our common love of all-dressed chips that brought us together. <laughs> You know that? Or maybe the common love for being Toronto Maple Leafs. It's just the crunch. It's just the crunch. (laughs) Fellas, you know, it's this is in the pocket, obviously, as I said, right off the hop. We have this edition of In the Pocket. We do project to have another edition of In the Pocket, of course, for the season conclusion. And then, of course, In the Pocket will be taking a little brief break, which we're not really used to because there's always football usually going around 24-7, right? There's obviously college. There's local football. There's a lot going on. Uh, But in terms of In the Pocket, it won't be as frequent with uploads, of course, given news and anything that may happen. Uh, So we do have two slated more in the pockets remaining then going forward from there people are going to wonder what are we going to do that's presented by sports center bar and grill and i've mentioned how we will be doing a basketball segment so everyone's got to stay tuned for that we will be substituting a frequent upload for basketball and of course we'll have the odd edition of in the pocket still being uploaded because as jamie would say football is a sport that is all year round especially on the game sports show with news so i want to make sure i get that out there everyone's going to wonder we can do after football we still have this show with more sporadic uploads of basketball coming up we do our strike zone editions with connor and of course we have our top shelf hockey editions presented by norton superior brewing company of course ej has the hot seat we have our espn 1400 editions and of course our special edition uploads which are little caesar's special edition uploads as well so we got loads of shows so make sure you check out all those shows on our website or of course on all the platforms but i want to make sure i got a reminder out there that of course says sports center it's one of the original homes and one of the main sponsors of the game entertainment and media and the game sports show there will be more shows in the name of sports center so fellas we have a lot to get to today of course and pretty minimal amount of time so getting right to it with the agenda we're going to be talking about the super bowl we're going to be talking about some let's say awards and NFL honors, if you will, the hall of fame, of course, and uh, then some trades that have already happened. Trade is what I should say that already happened. And of course, some rumors that are coming out. So we're going to go back and forth with that, but we're, of course, we're going to start off with 
the Super Bowl. So I'm actually going to go over to Jamie first, and then we'll go to uh, uh, EJ, and then we'll go back and forth, try to get this all going. We have four of us on this panel here today, so we're trying to get everyone's opinion as brief as we can. Super Bowl Sunday, Jamie, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You're a former Buccaneer fan. Sorry to rub, rub that in. And you are going for in this game whom because you got the Buccaneers you got the Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes looking to go back back to back it's going to be a thriller of a game here today yeah it should be fun I mean it, it, I don't think I've ever gone into a Super Bowl saying ah this isn't going to be a really good game so <laughs> true, but true. yeah I, I'm I'm rooting for the Chiefs today I think uh I, I'll pick them I'm, I want to I don't know if we're going to do official pick them with scores and stuff here and I'll Think about it a little bit more, but yeah, I just, I just, believe, I just think Andy Reid's gonna, he, he just gets the magic going, man, and all the way, the farther they go in the playoffs, there, there's always something up the sleeve. Bruce Arians has a lot of experience on the other side as well, uh, and you can never doubt Tom Brady in a Super Bowl game. But mm-hmm. I'm just tired of seeing everybody posting on social media the Patrick Mahomes Russell Wilson comparison, where in their first full year as a starter what they did and then second full year as a starter they win the Super Bowl and then third full season as a starter they played Tom Brady in the Super Bowl and obviously Russell Wilson lost on uh the uh, famous Malcolm Butler interception there but and everybody's waiting to see what's going to happen with Pat Mahomes but uh, that Tampa Bay defense is pretty good but that Kansas City offense is just like how do you it's hard to match up with Tyreek and Travis Kelsey all the time and the running backs are kind of healthy there now and then Pat Mahomes, you uh, assume, has had some time to get over his little neck injury there. So I got to go with the Chiefs. So you said the pick them in there. That's where usually we do our pick at the end. But I think with this edition being the preview show and the full for full reaction, we'll definitely do our pick now, uh, Jamie. But we'll get your full uh, pick near the end. I know you said the Chiefs will get you more in depth with that. But, of course, everyone make their pick on this uh, topic, if you will. EJ, going to go to you next for your thoughts on Super Bowl Sunday. I'm going to dive real deep here, okay? And, and I want everybody to know – I'm, I'm going to light you up some statistics here, guys. But I want everybody to know I, I'm rooting for Kansas City. But because I'm rooting for Kansas City, I do think Tampa Bay is going to win. Because every time I bet against Tom Brady, I lose. But <laughs> let's look at a couple facts here. What happened to Tampa Bay the last time they were in a Super Bowl? Anybody remember who they played? The Oakland Raiders. And they won. Yeah, the Raiders. Okay, so last time that the Buccaneers were in the Super Bowl, they won. So not only are they going back to the Super Bowl, they're going back to the Super Bowl, and they're playing their home stadium. Okay, so that's something that's never happened before. Then let's look at a few other statistics here. Okay, Tom Brady's tossed 40 touchdowns this year. Does anybody know the last time he taught through for over 40 touchdowns in a year? Anyone? Uh, I'm going to say 2006. Yeah, 2006. 2007 was when he threw for 50 when Randy Moss was on the team. Very good. All right, you guys are with me. So here's <laughs> my point that I'm getting at here. Okay, Mike Evans has got 13 touchdowns over 100 yards this year. Tom Brady has 14 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Yes, Patrick Mahomes may have 38 and what is it, six picks. Tom Brady has done something with this Tampa Bay team that he hasn't done since darn near 2007. Okay, and that includes the year in 2008 where he had to miss due to a knee injury, but he's only ever sniffed 40 touchdowns, maybe two other times. He threw for 39 touchdowns in 2011. Uh, we'll go with the 36 in 2015. He threw for 40 touchdowns, 4,633 yards. This is a time, Brady, we haven't seen in a long time. If, by some miracle of God, Antonio Brown happens to play in this game and the Kansas City defense, or excuse me, the Tampa Bay defense plays as well as they did against Green Bay, I don't think there's any way that the Tampa Bay loses this game. I'm going to take the Buccaneers. I don't want them to win. I'm not a Tom Brady guy. If he wins the Super Bowl, though, I'll probably buy a Tom Brady Buccaneers jersey uh, <laughs> and just uh, just hang it up because uh, he will have shut everyone up if he does this. The conversation of who is the greatest of all time will be over. Patrick Mahomes, you have a big hurdle here. If you can find a way to win this game, boy, are you setting yourself up to be the next GOAT. But uh, I just every time I bet against Tom Brady, I'm wrong. So I'm going to take the Buccaneers in this game. Because Tom Brady's having a year that we haven't ha- seen him do since uh, p- prior to 2010. And he's doing it with a team in his first year uh, with Bruce Arians. I just I think that uh, good defense. I think that they find a way to win this game. I know Kansas City looks so much better on paper on offense. Travis Kelsey, a tight end, is the best receiver on that team with, what, 14 touchdowns? Or, I don't remember how many touchdowns, but he's got like 1,400 yards. It's just insane. 
Yes, Kansas City's loaded to the teeth, but I just think Tampa Bay finds a way to win this game because of Tom Brady. Yeah, those are good. I like that. And you know, the thing is about th- this game is just Tom Brady. You're right. And I'll obviously go into this next, and of course we'll go to Justin to conclude. So I'll say you said it right there, EJ. Every time I bet against Tom Brady once, and I remember the time that I did is when he played the Giants, and I won. I did it. I did it last round of the playoffs, and I lost. See, and with the Giants, you had, of course, Eli Manning and the Giants who defeated Tom Brady. So that was the only time I've ever bet against Brady, for real. And I'm not going to go against Brady in this one. I, I really feel – I know Patrick Mahomes. I know, of course, we're going to talk about awards and Aaron Rodgers about where he stood this year in, in terms of being a quarterback in the NFL. But when I see Patrick Mahomes, of course, it's generational talent. This, this kid's a stud. He's already, you know – won a championship and honestly I really feel like this is going to be that type of game where the experience factor is might overcome that youth I know this isn't like hockey this isn't like uh, baseball basketball not not like that where maybe experience may be more of a factor but I feel like as someone in the pocket if you will pun intended if you have Tom Brady in there so relaxed and so calm and if his old line can defend him great this game I feel like you'll have that patience he'll take the time to be able to dish the ball he'll do those slant plays he'll do those short throws and that's how Tom Brady is going to get up the field he's going to win this game just based on being a doctor of the game doing doing it very in a situational standpoint and Patrick Mahomes is also he's a professor of the game if you will that's a way that I either way if you want to go doctor professor of the game either side profession that you want to look at these are two quarterbacks that are uh, that are I think a little bit obviously different because yes of age and just the way they're going to compose themselves in this game where I think Mahomes has the ability to to run the ball hopefully an injury doesn't come a factor at all for him in this game but he obviously has a wicked arm and he has weapons to use like Kelsey and Overall, though, as I mentioned right off the top, I think experience is where it's going to trump Mahomes. People are going to say, well, Dave, Mahomes has experience. He's won a Super Bowl. And I just, I'm going to say right there that, yes, they have, but Brady's won a lot more, and Brady is also older. And also just the players that Brady has around him that are a bit more experienced than that as well, like Gronk, guys who – like the offensive talent that he has there plus the defense on the Buccaneers, I feel like that is going to be the pivotal point in this game. If they can really go after Mahomes and make him throw away the ball and cause a little bit of interception, that's where the Buccaneers are going to be successful is on the defensive end of the football today. And that's where I think they have been successful, and that is why they'll also win the game. It's Brady at the helm with the Tampa Bay defense. I think that's where it's going to overcome and overpower the Kansas City offense, which is absolutely lethal, as we've already discussed. So obviously my pick in this game is the Buccaneers. It's not going to be a landslide win at all. It's going to be like a field goal, touchdown kind of score range on the win of this game. It's going to go right down to the wire, and it's going to be one fantastic Super Bowl. It's not going to be like the one that we watched with the Rams and Patriots just a couple years ago. This is going to be one where you're going to really enjoy watching. It's going to be a storybook ending either way, a battle of Two fantastic quarterbacks, one who is, in my opinion, EJ, the greatest of all time and the next greatest of all time coming up. I mean, this is Patrick Mahomes is going to be the next best quarterback of the, the future of the NFL, the face of the NFL like Brady has been for the past 20 years or so. Justin, you're up next, my friend. Well, <clears throat> I mean. Everyone knows how I feel about Tom Brady. That's not really a surprise to anyone. Well, he's a who, who is six and who is six and three in the Super Bowl? Let's just make sure we mention that. Yeah. Well, I'm, but he's he's got nine Super Bowl appearances, which is pretty good. Ten now. That's wicked. Fuck. Uh, ten. That's ten. Well, yeah, ten now. Yeah. But I, I, I'm taking Tampa by three. I mean, that's that's where I'm at. We'll get that pick out of the way. I would yeah. like the Chiefs to win. I really would. I would love for the Chiefs to win yep. so that we don't have to hear about this Tom Brady shit for like another fucking year. Twenty years. Uh, yeah, but if he, but uh, like, if if he if he wins this game, is does he not solidify himself as the greatest of all time? Well, then that's kind of where I'm getting to. Like this year has allowed me to watch him without blinders on. Yeah. And like the pressure in this game is 100% on the Chiefs. Like, Brady's been out there just having fun this year. He looks like that NHLer that moves back to his hometown and plays men league and just fist fucks everyone. <laughs> like, that's how he's looked in the back half of the season. 
Jackson Bombinville style. <laughs> like it's just been it's been unbelievable. He's just having fun out there. The guys that he's playing with are having fun. Like the pressure is all on the Chiefs in this game. And like, if I don't know, I think like Leonard Fournette may be the difference maker and killing the clock a little bit for the Bucks in this game. Eating up some time because I think the Chiefs are gonna score quick and I think they're gonna score often. But I mean, Brady's been here, done that. Yeah. He's got so many tools in the toolbox in this game. On top of this defense, like their linebackers are wild. Yep. I just, I, I think the the pressure's all on the Chiefs. And I think, I don't know, with that defense, Mahomes might be a little, uh, with the turf toe and the neck thing. The turf toe. I don't know. It's, it's going to be good. Can I, can I ask everybody a quick question here? Because so I, I think that the, one of the biggest curveballs in this game is going to be the Tampa Bay running game. Who's going to get the ball more, Fournette or, or Rojo? Justin Fournette. Yeah. EJ, what do you think? Or uh, Jamie, what do you think? Yeah, I don't know. It's going to unless Fournette like has a major fumble or something early. I think it's going to be him. EJ. Uh, Ronald Jones III has been the guy you've been running with all year. Like Leonard Fournette Not brings you a great third. Though. True, but Leonard Fournette does bring you a great third down option. And, and I'll tell you what, if you want to see a player perform their best, I, I think if you're going to tap into Ronald Jones' psyche here, I think you give him the ball in the Super Bowl and you go, hey, man, we're, we're with you. We're riding. And he's going to give you everything that he's got. And then when he can't, you still got Leonard Fournette sitting back there who's going to come in on those second and third downs and continue to make plays all game. Give Ronald Jones the football. And I think that that Tampa Bay running game made surprise here today. So that's a good point with Jones. But I, I got to agree with Fournette. I think that's just the – uh, I think Fournette's a better hand. Yeah, he is. And if he performs, and if he doesn't, you got another option if he doesn't. But it, I really feel like Fournette is going to be a difference maker in there. But I still can't. I feel like the, the Tampa Bay defense is what's going to win them this football game if they, of course, do. Now, I know Jamie, and I go back to you now, Jamie, because I maybe you want to get in more detail, of course. You chose the Chiefs. All three of us, myself, EJ, and Justin, chose the Buccaneers. And, of course, my all, a lot of the realm stems towards either the running game, the defense, or, of course, not betting against Tom Brady. So I want to give you the chance to get into a bit more detail of where the Chiefs could be successful against the Bucs. I know you talked about the offense, etc., but give you the opportunity to chat in more detail. Yeah, I think it's going to come down. I mean, whenever Tom Brady loses a Super Bowl, what does it come down to? Is his O line can't protect him, really? And then the other team. I was going to say Eli Manning. Well, yeah, that too, but um, <laughs> yeah. Fucked it, up. It's good. That was quick. Um, yeah, if the O line can't protect, I mean, the Chiefs, if the Chiefs can get somewhere with a pass rush, or if Kansas City can get up and force Tampa Bay out of the running game, I mean, those are the things. I mean, it's it's just basics of football. It's not not anything crazy. I mean, the Super Bowl is just another game when you break it down. And I think this year, more than most, it's going to kind of feel just like another game because Tampa for Tampa Bay, it is a home game. I mean, that's pretty crazy that we've gone through 55 Super Bowls and the we've never had a home team playing in their home stadium. Um, so it's just a home game for them. Kansas City hasn't been there all week, right? Because there's normally you go the week ahead of time. They've been they've traveled recently, so it feels more like a normal road game. Stakes are at the highest level for sure, but it's going to come down to the things that any game comes down to. I mean, you have two coaching staffs. You have an extra week of prep. You have elite players on both sides of the ball. But, I mean, I, I think it's going to be a good game. I hope it's going to be a game, good game. I don't want a blowout. That would be – it's never that fun. I mean, you end up all, – all I end up doing whenever it's a blowout is I get halfway through the third quarter and I'm like, ah, I'm just going to eat all of the chili cheese fries that are in front of me now and feel terrible and then have a terrible work day tomorrow. So I'd rather it be a good game, be into the game the whole time and uh, be able to enjoy the celebration after. But – it's those little things. I think if the Chiefs pass rush can get home and if Kansas City can get up, then I think that's uh, the recipe to get to Tom. See, that, that's good analysis there for the Chiefs side of the, of the football here today. And I just, when I look at Patrick Mahomes and look at Tom Brady, it, it's, it, this is a storybook kind of season. It's just like 2020 in a nutshell, right? Where, you know, Tom Brady to begin the season, there was, you know, like that high expectation with the Buccaneers, right? The Chiefs have always had uh, this season coming into this year because of the team they have and the success last season that they, they were where they're at right now is where they were expected to be. The Buccaneers, 
were they expected to get that point after signing Brady, bringing in Gronk? I thought so in the in the offseason. Many others did. But, of course, when the season started going on, then you see the Steelers were doing well. You saw uh, other teams were coming out hot out of the gate, and the Buccaneers weren't really too hot out of the gate. They were inconsistent, trying to iron everything out, which is – which is kind of expected, right? You have Tom Brady going to a new team. You have Gronkowski going to a new team. Uh, late addition with Antonio Brown coming there midseason. And you got a team there that already had Mike Evans. I'm a huge fan of Mike Evans. And I really feel like this is the Buccaneers team that is kind of living up to the expectations that a lot of people lived up to. EJ, I want to give you the opportunity to answer that with uh, before we even slide over to commercial because we have a lot more topics to jump into. With the... Buccaneers, did they reach or did they pass expectations? What do you th- what do you think? That's um, absolutely surpassed expectations. I mean, when you bring in Tom Brady, you do expect a lot. Nobody had him in the Super Bowl in their first year. All right, they, they thought this might be a two three year Tom Brady close out his career experiment. You know, yeah, they'll make the playoffs, but are they gonna? They're here. They're making noise, and you know what? I do like their coach too. Bruce Arians is going to do a great job. He's got a lot of friends and family coming to the game, uh, coaching in his first Super Bowl. Uh, They've surpassed expectations, and I think they're going to surprise a lot of people tonight. I'm going to be mad if they win, but I wholeheartedly think they're going to win because I don't want them to. More. Fellas, uh, I want to go around the horde one more time for any final Super Bowl uh, preview thoughts, and then uh, we're going to go over to our commercial. Justin, to you first. Jamie, back to EJ, then to myself before we uh, conclude our Super Bowl preview part of the show. Justin. Well, I got uh, like two odd thoughts here. Number one, Tampa's got the edge because they lead the league in pirate ships with cannons in their stadium and they're playing at home. <laughs> Which they can't, but they can't fire it during the game. They can only do it pregame and postgame. They can't do it during. Well, that I'm I'm hanging around for the postgame. <laughs> number, number two, like four of the last five cover athletes of Madden are playing in the Super Bowl, and three of them are on one team. Wow. Like, Good point. Like, that's kind of bonkers. So I'm thinking that maybe the Madden curse is uh, donezo. It's not a thing. Tom Brady took care of it. Yeah, he he went in there and took care of it. Go figure. Hall of Fame Fame accolade right there. Wasn't there a a commercial about that, Jamie, or you guys can back? Wasn't there a commercial, like, when he was on the cover that he was, like, punching Amir, he was dropping Amir, or whatever that, that that cliche is. Sorry, I forget the top of my head. Wasn't he doing stuff and making a joke about it, I think, at the time? I'm going to research that and get back to you on that one. Yeah. I thought, I, thought he, I thought he did a funny commercial about it, but nonetheless. Jamie, final thoughts? Uh, I just think it's curious that either Antonio Brown or Le'Veon Bell is somehow going to have a Super Bowl ring after this game, no matter what. Jesus. And yeah. Um, oh, good, uh, good, Paul. Fun fact. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, that that one's that one's gonna be interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just hope it's a good game. I just that's all that's all I want. Let's let's see some good football. I hope we get some some crazy play calls, some fun stuff. Andy Reid, you know, is gonna have some stuff after he had he had that wacky goal I play on fourth down last year in the Super Bowl. Guys, has some stuff dialed up, so uh, I'm excited to watch. Like that, EJ, and final thoughts. Uh, final thoughts on the Super Bowl here are that it's Super Bowl. Just enjoy it, have fun. I think that the biggest piece for me that I'm interested in seeing tonight is going to be Tyron Matthew. I hope he plays well. Uh, I've been a big supporter of his career. Really went through some difficulties earlier in his college days. Uh, would love to see him continue to do well. Um, but Tom Brady, six and three, Bruce Arians, the coach, uh, love that little stat pull there about either bell or Brown's going to uh, get a Super Bowl ring tonight. Really? Uh, just have fun. Enjoy it. Uh, let this game not be about the commercials because this really is a fantastic football game. I forgot about the commercials for some freaking reason. That's so true. That's hilarious. See, what I'm like, Super Bowl, we talked about the game. We talked about the players, obviously. But one thing that I'm really looking forward to in this, too, from being a Canadian standpoint, uh, is the weekend. Yes, I mean, it is the weekend right now. But, of course, we're talking about the musician. 
uh, the weekend. The artist, he, the, this his Super Bowl, uh, the halftime show that he is doing, he's invested over, I think, $7 million of his own money into it. Who knows if guests are going to show up? Uh, I don't know if he's – I haven't seen any releases if anyone's going to go, but surprises if someone is going to. I, I'm really excited about his performance outside of the game. This is just my little tidbit on the Super Bowl. I, I really feel like the weekend he is a – one of the top artists, if not the top artists in the world right now because of his new releases that he just let out this past, in 2020. And the songs that he is going to play, uh, like some of his older ones, like I Feel It Coming, there's a lot of good songs with The Weeknd um, that we're going to see here. And I think his performances, with him investing his own money, plus having the funds, of course, accessible to him from the NFL, I really feel like he's going to rock the halftime show. I think we're going to see a historic halftime show here tonight. And hopefully I'm not disappointed or incorrect about it. I'm really I'm really excited to see the song that he's going to open up with. And if I'm going to make a prediction, I think it's probably going to be Blinding Lights. But my heart really says it's going to be I Feel It Coming. That's his original song where a lot of big hits were. There's Starboy. There's so many more songs that he's done. But I think he's going to open up with I Feel It Coming. I'm interested to see all the bets. All the prop bets have been fantastic to see online. I know I'll be laying my bets down today online, which is not the most appropriate or professional thing to say on a sports show, but I'm going to. It's going to be fun overall. So the Super Bowl, great game, great halftime show. Everyone should enjoy it and get some Sports Center food in you. Okay, Justin's significant other and better half, if you will, is employed, of course, through Sports Center Bar and Grill. And I know she was really involved on in my messaging because I changed my order a couple times or added a few things to my order. So I'm sure, Justin, that she must have came home and said, I'm going to kill Dave. But uh, <laughs> I've heard no ill speaking of you this week. So <laughs> This week? Okay. This week. Just this week. I mean, it happens a lot. So <laughs> Love that. No, that's good, fellas. We talked Super Bowl. We talked everything we could hear. We're going to take a commercial. When we come back. We're going to get into some of the awards, the NFL honors, et cetera, the Hall of Fame, and, of course, a trade that has happened, some rumors. Another about 10, 15 minutes or so, fellas, before we wrap up the show. But, of course, as I mentioned, we got to give some love to our sponsors. So we're going to do that. I'm going to take a quick sip of this actual water because it's still a little bit earlier in the day to have a pint. EJ might be having a pint by now. Who knows? But we're going to take a – Having a pint? Some guy Some guy just bought me a shot. I'm getting drunk over here. It's not even <laughs> noon. <laughs> I yeah, can. say yeah to the UPA. Yeah, love that, love that. We'll take a commercial break. When we come back, we'll have more in the pocket presented by Sports Center. Don't go anywhere. The Game Sports Show and Game Entertainment Media want to give a quick stick tap to LivingSisu.com. Sisu is a Finnish word for determination, tenacity, and resiliency. LivingSisu.com wants to activate your lifestyle by offering discounts and exclusive offers from your favorite sports brands. Sign up as free at LivingSisu.com where you will earn instant offers that will help you save on sports tools, products, supplements, and so much more. Be sure to check it all out at LivingSisu.com. You are listening to the Game Sports Show, powered by GEM, the game, entertainment, and media. This upload is brought to you by SportsCenter Bar and Grill, named Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario's best sports bar. Make sure to check out SportsCenter in particular on Monday and Wednesdays for their 75-cent wing nights. So delicious, you can't beat them. Head on over to 624 Wellington Street West to watch the big game. SportsCenter Bar and Grill, the Sioux's best sports bar. Welcome back to the Game Sports Show. This is In the Pocket Edition, presented by SportsCenter Bar and Grill in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. And as I mentioned, we have the hop and top of the show. Make sure you follow them. So that is SportsCenter Bar and Grill SSM on Instagram and Facebook. Of course, making orders for the big game that is occurring with the Super Bowl. That is today, of course, the time this recording. And also make sure to check them out for when Monday and Wednesdays, 75 Cent Wing Nights, Sue's Best Sports Bar five years in a row, and Sue's Best Wings two years in a row. Overall, fantastic. Now, we've talked about the Super Bowl. Went a good long detail. Did myself, Jamie, Justin, and EJ. We got more to get to. And as I said at the top of the show, on the agenda, we're going to get into various topics. That is the Hall of Fame. That is the awards. That is some rumors around the league. Before we wrap up the show here today, EJ, I'm going to go to you first. I'm giving you and Jamie a little bit of a little bit of reins, if you will, just kind of lead a couple of the topics. Of course, as our NFL experts, along as well as Justin is as well. Uh, you guys are definitely inside of the NFL analysts side of things, especially being at most pub right now where it's fun. EJ, I want to lead off with you because I know you have a little kind of segue and a little something promotion for us before you get into that topic. So do that, my friend, and get into your topic that you are going to be jumping into. 
Well, before we get into the Hall of Fame segment of today's show in, in the pocket, um, this segment is going to be sponsored by SoRite. That's P-S-O-R-I-T-E.com. Uh, we've been plugging them on the hot site, this, on the hot seat. I know how to talk. The SoRite is a unique U-shaped fitness product designed for stretching and recovery. Uh, that's SoRite, P-S-O-R-I-T-E.com. Use code GEM10, G-E-M-1-0, to get an additional 10% off of your order. Um, I have a SoRite in my house. They have multiple products. So right, so many, so spine. Check them out. PSO-RITE.com. That's so-right.com. Again, use code GEM10 for an additional percent, 10% off your order. So to go into the Hall of Fame, the class was announced. We have guard Alan Faneca, coach Tom Flores, wide receiver Calvin Johnson from uh, local Detroit Lions, safety John Lynch of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, quarterback Peyton Manning, uh, contributor Bill Nunn, uh, wide receiver Drew Pearson, and cornerback and safety Charles Woodson. Guys, uh, this is a wonderful class, and I think Peyton Manning, Calvin Johnson, and Charles Woodson all getting on their first bout are absolutely deserving. And I'm going to choose to highlight those three guys real quick. So, so Dave, uh, just give me your quick snippet as to why Peyton deserves to be here on the first bout. I'll, I'll pick each one of you guys will get one guy here. So, Dave, Peyton Manning, give oh, me two seconds. Uh, honestly, one of the premier football quarterbacks that we've seen he's one of the top all-time in passing yards he's a super bowl champion uh the the guy was an absolute offensive juggernaut in terms of a fire cannon of an arm uh, like his accolades as a player from winning from success individual success all around uh, was a big part and also just who he is as a person i'm going to go off that too uh, off the field i know the hall of fame doesn't really recognize as much off the field but they do they I imagine that gets a little consideration oh man he's really involved in chair He's just an overall good person. Right? He's just a Hall of Fame human being. Hall of Fame human being. That is right. And it's a very Hall of Fame forehead, too. I, I like how you went for Peyton Manning. You could put the whole Hall of Fame class on his forehead. You probably could. Honestly, I'm glad you went to me first for the easier ones and had to go into more. So Peyton Manning Hike, comes up. Let, let me shoot over to Heiko here because he's a Colts fan and he understands good wide receivers. So Heiko, Calvin Johnson on his first year here. Uh, it, it, give everyone the reason of why he's beyond deserving. Oh, I mean, aside from putting up with the Lions organization for 10 years and just getting hosed, uh, I mean, they wasted his career. That's the guys. He was unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. I've never, I don't know. It, it, the guy's career was frustrating and I can't imagine being a Lions fan having to go through that. And I mean, what I what I did read today is uh, apparently I gave you a tough one. I'm sorry. That's just harder than it looks. No, it's. I mean, I I don't I don't know his numbers off the top of my head. I know they're good. I had him in fantasy as a keeper for the better part of seven. Just a freak of nature. Yeah, like and Dancing with the Stars also good. Had to watch that with Tiana, so I'll throw that in there. Did you know that he holds a single-game record for receptions? I know that. He has 14 of them, and receiving yards was 329. Uh, and he, and like, a single-game record is not 14. It's like 20-plus. That's true. Something, cause, I thought yeah. he held – I thought – and this was – I saw that on DetroitNews.com, and it was about – I think he holds the yards yards record in a game. Yeah, I believe it's yeah. – Record. The yards record, so I must have missed. So 329 yards in a game. So he has a he. Even though where he played, the re- he, it was still it was the record was 329. He just took it. That's even more impressive. The record is 329. He only did it in 14 catches. That's it. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. That makes sense. Thank you very much. Yeah. So, <laughs> thanks for clearing. I believe, that. I believe, so what, I believe what, he also holds the record for getting dicked in the end zone by the refs. So. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll we'll close up the Hall of Fame conversation here. Anto, I'll, I'll give you the pick. You can either go John Lynch or Charles Woodson. Both two great defensive players. Uh, John Lynch winning a Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Charles Woodson, uh, one of the greatest college players of all time, including one of the best pro players of all time. Uh, who you got here? Who do you like better? I mean, I'm going to go to Charles Woodson just because I'm a Michigan guy. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he played 20-plus years. Uh, for the Raiders and the Packers, finally was able to win a Super Bowl with the Packers after he had converted to safety, which isn't like that's a tough thing for guys to do. You, you go from being an elite corner and then you start to then to make the transition over to safety. It's not the easiest thing. Well, in the it's world. almost a it, and it's almost a compliment to his intelligence to be able to move positions like that. Yeah, and I think he realized he's not running 
as fast as he did when he was 21 at age 30, but he was able to still play at an elite level. And yeah, his intelligence for sure. You got to be a smart guy to play safety, but I think, uh, and then to be able to go back to the Raiders to finish out his career. But I mean, he's a guy that uh, Tom Brady doesn't like. He, Charles Woodson is the one who hit Tom Brady to create the tuck rule way back when. So um, I know. And then there's. Uh, it's like the conversation's coming full circle. It really is. We're, uh, we're tying things back in. But yeah. Uh, also, I, I can't believe, EJ, that you did not give Peyton Manning to hike. I can't believe the disrespect, man. <laughs> Why well, I, I knew I had to give Dave a layup because we're not talking about a hockey. You know, oh, yeah, we don't have the time. No, I know I, uh, Heichel should have been the guy to talk about Peyton Manning, but the, the Indianapolis Colts have had great receivers. I thought he was the perfect person to touch on Calvin Johnson. But listen, the Hall of Fame class has been announced. There's only one gripe and groan that I have, which is uh, something that we talk about on the hot seat. little personal plug there, wink, wink. Uh, my only gripe here is that uh, – Clay Matthews II did not get more consideration for the Hall of Fame. This is a guy that had a great career with my Cleveland Browns. He's a guy that's definitely deserving of being in the Hall of Fame. Uh, but talking about my Cleveland Browns, we're going to segue into our next part here, and we're going to talk about the NFL honors. And, and I just want to say a super proud of my dude, Kevin Stefanski. And, Dave, I know normally you're the one in charge of transitions here, but Kevin Stefanski winning a- AP Coach of the Year, uh, I-, I-, I couldn't find a guy that's more deserving it sounds like Heichel's eating more chips in his garage right now. Uh, but, Heichel, uh, give, me, give me the honors here besides Coach Kevin Stefanski, who's obviously the most deserving. Uh, I can confirm that's not me eating the chips. The chips are in the house. I'm in the garage now. <laughs> that must be Anto's chips. I got no chips. Uh, I got nothing. I swear to God, I got no food here. I got nothing in front of me. So I uh, someone's just I'm, grinding their phone up on their on their on their belly or something or just you know you know what it is it's that we're grinding our way through this excellent show I'm there like, it is Jamie you got you got the awards my friend go I transition yeah yeah Kevin, Kevin Stefanski I mean leading the Browns to eleven and five finally won a playoff game uh, I think that's a that's well deserving a hundred percent there but uh, kind of just working working our way down the the awards here. Aaron Rodgers MVP, uh, his third MVP award now. I mean, had a huge second half, threw 28 touchdowns over the last eight games, which is pretty insane, uh, only to three picks. Uh, really separated himself from the guys. I mean, the early favorite for MVP obviously was Russell Wilson, and then he he dipped for the second half of the season numbers-wise a little bit, and then Mahomes was always in the consideration, but Rodgers just had a spectacular year. Uh, Derrick Henry. Offensive player of the year, surpassed 2,000 yards, only the eighth guy to do that. I mean, he was ba- basically a no-brainer there. Uh, defensive player of the is year. Is this his bit. second or third? Is this his second or third time surpassing 2,000 yards? Uh, I think that's his first. No. I actually don't. I want to say it's his second. I don't know. He's been I think close. He's second. been sniffing it. Yeah, maybe. I'm not sure. Um, somebody will have to do a fact check there while I'm reading out the rest of the awards, but Probably. yeah, no, he was, uh, a hundred percent deserving of that. Um, defensive player of the year though, a little bit of controversy. Um, Aaron Donald wins for the third time in four years, which is pretty insane. I don't think anybody can argue that Aaron Donald is one of the dominant players in the deep, uh, on the defensive side of the ball. But, uh, I saw an interesting little side-by-side of TJ Watts stats compared to Aaron Donald's and TJ was by far and away ahead of him in every stat category except for one and uh, that's not that's not fair though that's not fair because Aaron Donald is so physically gifted like when that like and I and I say this like all joking aside go back to the hard knocks episodes when Aaron Donald takes his shirt off he looks like a freaking Greek god okay Aaron Donald does so much away from the ball like yes TJ Watt had a great statistical year but Aaron Donald makes so much noise away from the ball and pulls other guys away that allows other guys to make plays. Like Aaron Donald is hands down the best defensive player in football, in my opinion. You could say that, EJ, but like you gotta you go with all right. So who this year per se? I mean, Aaron Rodgers won MVP. Is there a better like? Is, are we saying that there's a better quarterback? But 
it's based on stats each year, right? Like that, you have to vote based on the year. Okay, if, so if like, bring, but yeah, but so if 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 we're gonna if we're gonna break it down to statistics, Derrick Henry did something that's more statistically improbable than what Aaron Rodgers did this year. So should Derrick Henry be the MVP? No, Aaron Rodgers was the MVP. Uh, Aaron Donald does things off the ball that are so important to the game of football that people don't see. Yeah, he absolutely deserves to be the defensive MVP. T.J. Watt statistically deserved it. Yes, I'll give you that nod there. But Aaron Donald does so many things off the ball that makes the rest of his team better that he is the most valuable player defensively. I mean, the Rams don't make the playoffs without Aaron Donald. The Steelers could still limp their way into the playoffs without T.J. Watt. Another good point. Uh, barely. The Steelers limped their way to the defense with the, they they limped their way to the playoffs without half their defense. Yeah, I wish they would have had Devin Bush. My I was I didn't see a TikTok about it, so I wasn't sure. <laughs> Honestly, I just feel like that. What did Maple Mapletron got an NFL honor for uh, best selly of the year, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, I love that. That's good for some Canadian love. The, the kid. Well, was, yeah, I I has to go down the. Hey, path. I, I'm the only. I'm the only Americano sitting here with a bunch of Canucks, okay? I'm going to give your boy some love. Yeah, you know what? He was sick. I just hope he doesn't turn out to have an attitude like Juju does or did or whatever. But nonetheless, you know, all these accolades and everything that has went on that came out this year, the, the Hall of Fame, the awards, I don't honestly disagree with any of them. You know, obviously, when you, when you think of an MVP, I love <laughs> – like he had 48 uh, pass touchdowns in 2020, right? Uh, like there's there's a guy that if you even look at his numbers, he had 75% completion of his passes. Uh, he averaged over 250. I had written like noted down here. I think it was like two even 260 for passing. And he, there's a guy who could throw a lot of picks. But here's the thing: Derrick Henry was a juggernaut this year, uh, and all the uh, like even. If you want to look at Russell, Russell did for the year. There was a guy that was probably the favorite uh, at the beginning of the year, but Rodgers was consistent throughout the year. And who is the most valuable player to their team out of the people that were selected? Do I think the Titans would get by without Henry? No, I don't. I don't know. Do I think? Do I think the Green Bay would get a long by without Rodgers, despite having some good receivers? I really don't think that they would. More so than Henry is a part of the the Titans, for example, or. Uh, overall, just with with Rodgers, he is the most viable person to his team. Without without him, I think Green Bay is not uh, where they would have been this year. I don't know if you guys disagree with that, but darn, like with Aaron Donald, honestly, you said it right there, uh, Justin. That without him, the Rams don't get there. He's just an absolute specimen. One one award that I liked though was Justin Hebert's one, Offensive Rookie of the Year. There's a guy that. Uh, went in to take over the starting role after Tyrod Taylor, you know, very unfortunate injury for Taylor who suffered a, a punctured lung, if I remember correctly. And he went in there and he posted Correct. 31 touchdowns. Uh, you know, I, like I think he just had 10 or nine or eight interceptions around that area. But there, there's a guy who I think went in and did very well for uh, for the for the Chargers. But you, you got a team there with San Diego that he made do with what he could. The Browns with Kevin uh, Stefanski, well deserving. You know, I love he, to see, love to see that. Uh, and real quick, I just want to say. Um, Walter Payton, man of the year, did go to Russell Wilson, a guy that's been very deserving of this award for a long time. So congratulations to him as well. See, the best storyline of the year, though, in my opinion, was Alex Smith uh, still. Uh, so if I had to choose, like, the best storyline or the most heartfelt storyline, I think Smith would be, would overtake that to its entirety. But, fellas, a couple more times. Oh, absolutely. But Russell Wilson is definitely deserving of the uh, man of the year award. Yes, Justin, I'm going to go to you for this one. We're going to go back and forth quickly about this uh, topic with trades and rumors. You guys can pick the poison of what you want to get into. Obviously, the Lions and Rams made a big trade. Obviously, we've discussed this in uh, full detail. It's not news. It's older, of course, in terms of sports updates. It's been talked about on social media for well over a week plus. Uh, especially on our previous editions, but we haven't talked about it. So if you guys want to dive into uh, the Stafford Goff trade, which I feel uh, that the you know the Lions made with a good trade there for Stafford. Uh, Eagles rumors, well, apparently Carson Wentz is gonna is on the block. I know Justin has a funny uh, tidbit about where the Eagles. Are. 
Uh, honestly, it's going to be an off-season in terms of trades. We're going to dive into a lot more as trades and signings, etc. happen when the off-season happens. That's why we'll have more sporadic uploads here on In the Pocket. That's, of course, the reason why. So I kind of want to end the show with what we'll be diving into for future stuff of the show in terms of trades and signings and draft, etc. Justin, you first. Pick which one you wanted to dive into. Well, I mean, I'll touch on the Stafford one a little bit. Good for the Lions for getting a haul like that. That's uh, I, I was interested as a Colts fan to see if they would make a move on Stafford, but for, for two first picks, I mean, yeah, you got to take Goff back, and I'm thinking one of those first is because you're taking Goff and his salary, but I mean, you are giving away a prime piece in Matt Stafford, uh, and I really do think he's going to make that Rams team a whole hell of a lot better. He's got great wide receivers. There's a good young running game coming up there in L.A. I mean, obviously, we were just talking about Defensive Player of the Year, Aaron Donald. So there's a lot of things that make that team very attractive. And good for Stafford going from Detroit to L.A. A couple of years left in his career, hang out in the sun for a bit. He gave Detroit everything he could and didn't really – another situation where the team just didn't really help a brother out. That's, that's unfortunate, but – Good for Stafford, and we'll see what Goff does in Detroit. I mean, he's used to practicing against Aaron Donald. So Detroit may not he, like bandits in this trade. Oh, 100% with the picks. I just say Goff is going to get beat up for a little while, get the Kyle Bowler treatment, and Detroit can move on. <laughs> like that. Hey, uh, EJ, you next, then we'll go to Jamie, and then I'll close out uh, the final thoughts on the show. EJ. I don't have any real final thoughts. I'm just happy to be here, happy to talk to you guys. And uh, I'm glad Calvin Johnson gets in on his first ballot because he's definitely deserving. Nothing with the trades or rumors you want to dive into? No, I'm not going to. I mean, I said the Lions may not like Bandits. I I don't have much to add here. I, I'm quiet. I like, that's a, I, I like me, we don't stay quiet. It's rare. It's rare. Jamie, yourself. Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting to see what ends up happening with Carson Wentz and uh, whether or not. Uh, team's going to take on that lo- that debt load or if the Eagles are just going to eat it. But, yeah, I mean, good trade for the Lions with the picks. We'll see if uh, Stafford works out in L.A. And, uh, yeah, happy Super Bowl Sunday, fellas. Love that. Now, I'll say flat out in terms of Lions and Rams trade, I couldn't agree more, Justin, with everything you said. I'm curious to see what trades and how things go this year. Obviously, I'm a bit more curious uh, about what my uh, Pittsburgh Steelers do when everything lines out with Ben. And my big thing is, though, this offseason is what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson. Obviously, the Texans are looking at the goal is to get him back, but nonetheless, you know, it seems like he wants out. He's openly expressed that. Who would be a team that could go after um, go after Deshaun Watson? Would it be the Steelers? Could it be the Patriots? <laughs> could it be what team is going to jump in there to try to take Deshaun uh, Watson after trading DeAndre Hopkins, which was an awful trade, in my opinion, by the Texans, while we were one of the more worst trades of the season. I really feel like that is why Deshaun wanted out. He's, he doesn't see it going uphill there, and he doesn't want to waste uh, a part of his career where he could be really, uh, like really submerged and become at the prime of his career. But another player, too, Derek Carr in Oakland, or sorry, Oakland, Vegas. Wow. The, the Vegas Raiders, I'm interested to see what they do this offseason. I feel like they're going to be very active. It's going to be very interesting with some trades and moves and just overall interested to see what's going to go on with Watson and just the Pittsburgh Steelers. But, yes, Lions fans love that trade. That is fantastic. I love what the Lions are going to do, have been doing. They're going to do this offseason. They're trying to right the ship there in Detroit, okay? you got guys uh, that have been successful in teams that have that were not doing well for a long time. The Bills, the Browns, like look at look at all the, the teams that are coming up. It's just the Lions don't want to. Excuse be me, we we did better than Pittsburgh this year, so eat yeah. shit. Yeah, that's fucking shitty. Jesus, that's pisses me off. The worst 11 and 0 team to start a year. <laughs> I, I went into a room of my friends, and I when we were able to do that at that well, uh, like temporarily, I and I had someone say the Steelers were the worst 11 and 0 team of all time, and I sat there. For five minutes saying how they weren't and how good the team is and how, how stupid now I look. Haha, uh, <laughs> beat you. 
Yeah, that's unfortunate. I'd love to see it though with the Browns. I have, I have, a, I love storylines in sports. <laughs> I'm a sucker. Despite that my Steelers are on the other side of that, you know, in, in, in a sense, I really feel that it's good to see in terms of Browns or Bills Mafia, of course. But fellas, that has been our in the pocket segment. Justin, I want to say thank you. Jamie, I want to say thank you. EJ, all the way from Escanaba, Michigan and Moe's Pub. I want to say thank you again. Uh, of course, Justin, you and I have a hockey show coming up uh, this week. Uh, Jamie, you and I will be in touch in terms of another in the pocket and other shows, etc. EJ, I'll give you the floor for a second. You have in the pocket coming up this week, and you can uh, tag that promotion one more time so listeners can write it down just in case they missed it the first time. Well, of course, you can always catch me on in the pocket in the pocket while we're recording ESPN 1400 Monday Night Edition. I'm always there, and then of course Thursday nights. At the hot seat, and that is sponsored by Moe's Pub, which is where I'm at right now. 14, or excuse me, multiple local craft beers, 24 TVs. It's just the best place to get this game. Uh, also, thank you to sponsor So Right, PSO-RITE.com. That's So-Right.com. Use code GEM10 to get an additional 10% off your order. PSO-RITE.com. Thanks for having me, boys. Love that. And again, Justin, Jamie, thank you very much for joining me here. And as always, on the pocket. It's uh, it's always good to be here. Good talking to you guys, and uh, everybody enjoy the day today. Savor it, enjoy your snacks, and uh, have a couple beers for me. Love it, Jamie. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, man. You, I know you said have a good Sunday already, but I wanted to hear your voice one more time. You know, I just wanted oh, to hear. Thanks, it. man. It's, it's been a while. All right, fellas. Yeah. This, this has been in the pocket, presented by Sports Center Bar. And oh, well, yes. Eat, eat, eat more. Eat more chips. Yes. Yes, eat more chips. What kind of chips? I'm going with the kettle cooked jalapenos. Sorry. The crunchy ones. All dress. <laughs> kettle cooked Classic jalapenos. Classic Lay's. Yeah. And get your sports center order in. Hey, eh? Justin, like, geez, people, get in there. Get some delicious. Get some wings. Get some wings. Hot and wings. Six packs. They're selling beers. They're selling beer. Oh, my God. Screw the beer store lines. No offense to the beer store. We love what you do. Over Forget the wings. Get the beer. Get them here. Love that. You can follow them on Instagram and Facebook. This has been In the Pocket, presented by Sports Center Bar and Grill. Make sure to follow, like, and subscribe on all of the game sports shows and the game entertainment and media's platforms. Check out thegamesportshow.com for all the episodes. And, of course, Spotify, Apple, Podbean, Podtail, at podcast platforms. Check it all out. Can't miss it. We have five uploads a week plus at times. So make sure you keep up to date with the game sports show and the game entertainment media or the acronym GEM, of course. Now getting to our conclusions, I'm here to remind you to keep your stick on the ice, swing your bats, catch your touchdowns, join your threes, and shoot your shots. Booyah. Shoot!